Hey, everybody. Uh, watch another interview from BDSM Noir. And I have a guest today. Her name is Virgo Vixen. And she wanted to talk about, about BDSM and see about her perspective on that. How are you feeling today? I'm doing very well. Thank you, Noir, for having me. Hi, everybody. <laughs> oh, you're happy? Okay. All right. Oh, <laughs> let me see. I, I main thing, I probably get to the big, big chunker already. Since you got started this, when did you first find out about BDSM? Um, I originally found about it when I was in college, and that was in the year two thousand. Um, I was kind of young; I was seventeen, almost turning eighteen. But I went into college, I was 17. So I found out about it through um, many, many, many semesters into college. I found out about it and I didn't know she was in BDSM. Um, I knew she had a job, but I didn't know what she was doing until like... um, towards the end of, of our, before our internship, she was like, hey, are you doing anything? It's Friday night, what are you up to? And I'm like, I'm just sitting in my room. Did some homework, I'm just chilling, I'm not doing anything. And um, she said, hey, can you uh, just hang out with me for a little bit while I get dressed for work? I'm like, sure, no problem, that's fine. And so she comes out, beautiful, beautiful girl. I'm 5'2", she was like, Five two five three. Beautiful chocolate skin complexion. Um, black hair, gray eyes. Double D cup. Beautiful. And I saw her and I'm just like, oh, you got a bartending job? She was like, no. So why are you wearing like fishnet stockings and a corset and a really short skirt with gloves and a black trench coat she's like um well i forgot to tell you but i don't want you to judge me but i do dominatrix i'm like huh (laughs) (laughs) now mind you we are a bunch of culinary students so i was sitting here like what she was like yeah um you know, I do dominatrix. Yeah, I do BDSM. And I'm like, BDSM. And what is that per se? Like, I knew the acronyms. I didn't know what exactly it meant. She was like, well, I do, you know, I, I like to dominate men. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Okay. Um okay, like my brain wasn't registering because all the culinary kids, especially myself, we all got culinary jobs. Either we were bartending or working tables or doing something with culinary. I did not expect her to say BDSM. So I was like, okay. Um, all right. Um, so what time do you leave? You know, she's like, I'm leaving like in about an hour and, you know, and I'm like, well, I know for sure, at least I hope not, you're not doing this in the dorms. 
She's like, no, 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 no. She's like, I do it at whatever they, the location. And I'm like, do you have backup security guard? I mean, <laughs> this is kind of way out there for me. She's like, no, I don't have security. I just go to the location. It's either going to be like a hotel or their house. And I'm like, okay. Um, yeah. Can you pour me a shot in the refrigerator over there? <laughs> Your refrigerator, you know, underage kids drinking, gotta love it. But, um, you know, I had a drink with that because I was like, um, she goes, are you curious? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty curious. Um, I'm very curious because this, this is night and day. You, you, your culinary, you, you, you know, you, you, we're talking about stocks and soups and grand manger and you, you go from that to I dominate men. So I'm kind of conflicted, but I'm curious. And she's like, well, do you want to go with me? I'm like, where are we going? She's like, to see what I do. I'm like, okay, sure. I have nothing to do. I'm bored. Let's go. I've had a few drinks. I'm ready. So she was like, <laughs> really? She was like, so you're not wearing that, are you? I'm like, wearing what? She's like, that. Um, what's wrong with what I'm wearing? I'm wearing a pair of jeans, some heels, a nice collared t-shirt, like a glass collared shirt. She was like, oh my God, you cannot wear that with me. We have to go shopping. My darling, it's eight o'clock at night. The malls are closed. Where are we going? She's like, to a sex store. Um, a what? Mind you, I lived a very, very sheltered life. So I never heard of a sex store until I met her. So that's when everything kind of started for me. And I went with her and she had me wearing... Um, I don't like stockings. I hate feeling constricted. Um, and grow up, growing up in a religious household, stockings were permanent part of your wardrobe. So I didn't like it. So I decided not to wear stockings. Thank God it was 75 degrees. It was nice where I went to school at. So I had on a red skirt with a black corset. And I had a red trench coat and red heels. And I let her dress me up. I let her say, look, you, you, this is your, your field. You do what you want to do to me. Just make sure I can breathe and walk afterwards. Because so, <laughs> I've never worn high heels before. So I was like, Lord, I pray to God I don't break my neck. Um, but we're going to make it do what it do. So she was like, voila. And I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, shit. I look pretty good. And she was like, we have to give you a name. I'm like, what's wrong with my real name? She was like, oh, my God. You're not going to embarrass me. I love you, too. So she gave me Virgo Vixen. She was like, you you are, you are have Vixen tendencies, and you are a Virgo because you tell everybody that. So I'm going to call you Virgo Vixen. And I'm like, all right. So we go there, and she talked to the guy, and she's like, hey, you know, I this is my friend Virgo Vixen. I want to make sure that you're okay with this. She's kind of curious about BDSM and what it is I do. Are you okay with it? He was like excited. He was like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. So I'm sitting in the chair. I'm sitting. He has a dungeon. And I didn't know what the hell a dungeon was. I was like, am I in purgatory? Like, where the bloody hell am I at? 
I mean, it was a bed, handcuffs and whips and um, the floggers and, and nipple clamps. And I'm just like, I am in hell. Um, how the fuck you talk about how that come to hell? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, forgive me. I think I have to go to confession tomorrow. I'm like, I am in hell. Where is, like I said, this was all new to me. And it was black and red and he had everything. And I'm like, yep, I'm in hell. That, that's where I'm at. Because what, what is this? Like, eh. And, but I was intrigued. Like my mind and, and, and my body was like loving it. So I'm sitting down and I'm watching her and, you know, she was just like, how, how was your day? Have you been a good boy? And he was like, no, I was not a good boy. I was a bad boy. And she had this leather bag. i never forget it because I was like, why do you have a, a bag? What, what is this? You playing doctor now? And she had like whips and she took a whip out and she whipped him. And I'm like, oh my God, is he all right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm panicking. I'm like, so you oh are just so on panic mode here. What the hell? I mean, this is new to me. So she just, I mean, she did she did it so smoothly. And it was kind of erotic to me because she was like, bam. And I'm like, gasp. And I'm like, oh, my God. You just hit him. What is wrong with you? He going to hit you back. And I have to intervene. And you don't want that. <laughs> and when he didn't, he just lay, he was on all fours. And she said, do you know why I whipped you? And he said, yes, because I was a bad boy. And she said, what did I, what did I tell you about being a bad boy while you were at work? And he was like, I'm sorry, mistress. I'm sorry, mistress. And I'm just sitting here like, so you beat this man and he forgives you? Huh. Okay. <laughs> well, that's how we're going to go. So, yeah, okay, so I can do this and forgive this? Well, shit. Exactly. And she was like, now turn over and lay on your back. And he's on the floor. And what really, really turned me on was when she, she had on um real high stilettos. And she dug her heel into his chest. And I don't know what got over me, but my breathing changed. And I was just stunned. And he liked it. And I was like, damn, this is kind of turning me on a little bit like am I going to hell for this um, what the hell <laughs> what? How, how are your stories going for one street okay wait am I going to, <laughs> I'm going like to I said, I live, okay my family my, my mother my mother is very religious well she was she, she, she's religious now but she wasn't as religious as she is now but religion plays a big factor in our lives so in my I've I never knew about BDSM we didn't really have a sex talk. I didn't know about toys. I knew about masturbation, but that was it. So this was a whole new feel for me. And I was like thinking about, I'm going to hell. This is, this is, this is not right. This is... So the religious side of me came out like, oh my God, this is really bad through the eyes of God. But God, I like it. I'm sorry, God. So I'm going back in my head between me and God in my head. By watching her. <laughs> and he and she was just like digging her, digging her shoes on him. And he was just like, harder, mistress, go deeper. And 
I'm like, you're going to bloody kill him. Your heel is on his chest. And she was just like, you know what's next, don't you? And he was like, yes, mistress. So he go, he gets up and grabs nipple clamps. And she clamps his nipples. And I'm like, oh, that's painful. And he was just moaning. And she just clamped it harder. Meanwhile, she grabbed the paddle and whipped his butt with it. And he was in, he was just loving it and loving it and loving it. And we were there for about a good two, three hours. So after everything was done, um, I, me being like shocked, I halted my butt to the car. And I just sat in the car like, what in the bloody hell did I witness? Like, what? And she comes in the car and she was like, are you okay? I'm like, um, I don't know yet. Ask me in like 30 minutes to an hour and I can tell you because right now I can't give you an answer. And she was like, well, your face is red and your lips is red. And I'm like, okay. Um, I'm probably dehydrated, maybe. I drink enough water. She was like, no, it's something else. You really like this. And after that first session with her, watching her, I wanted to come back again. And I kind of did a few times. I went with her and watched again to see, did I really like it or was it just a curiosity that got to me? And I found out that, okay, I really like it. That's a hell of a beginning there. Well, you never never would have thought about your culinary kids were freaks, but uh, we are. We are some freaks by far. Okay, well, seeing how you had this kind of story here and seeing all this in action, uh, I guess throughout the year, other than you've probably seen by now, what what do you like about BDSM the most over all the year, everything you've been seeing? Oh, that, that's a hard question. Um, <laughs> make a think on this one. Yes, you're going deep tonight, and I like that. More ways than one. Um, <laughs> I, the freedom. To me, when I first watched her, she was so freak. You know, we were stressed out with finals, but she was just free. And I like the fact that to me, BDSM, you, you just, you all, all the, the, the pent up stress or whatever you're going through, once you're in that BDSM realm, that headspace, you can just let all that shit go and focus on what it is that you're trying to do. There's no judgment. It's between you and that person. You do what makes you happy and you do what makes your sub happy. So at the end of the day, you're both happy, but I like the fact that you're just free to be you. <laughs> that's what I like about it. Okay, so that's what you like the most. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, what would be a hard limit for you? <laughs> I actually have a lot, really. Um, oh, shit. Here we go. Hey. Um. Some anal play 
Like I'll do a finger, I'll do the beads, but yeah, that's probably as far as I would go. Um, bodily fluids, we're not doing that. I don't. I'm not trying to go to jail. Um, what else is there? I just had another one. Nipple clamping, I will not do. Um, really, nipple clamp? Oh, okay, nipple clamping. Mm -mm. I, I, love, I love my nipples, darling. I, I don't know. Um, you said nothing nipple clamp. No, I, said, I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not doing that. Um, that's pretty much it. Mm, for me, loans not into the blood and the scat. Yeah, that 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 too. We're not doing blood and urine and feces <laughs> and 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 animal play and and and. Oh, that's why I said I'm not trying to go to jail. I'll see. Here we go. Blood, scat, and oh, what else? Oh. I forgot the third. What's the third? I forgot the name of it though. Um, nah, that's great. I forgot that one. But if you could really have, I go for you still exploring seeing BDSM. What parts of those are you still you still want to try? Try out anything? Actually, a lot more than I realized. Like I want to do shibari. Um, definitely. I, I I went to the sex store a few weeks ago and I saw the rope and. I touched it with my hand and um, one of the sex, the customer service person that was there, she's like, have you ever played with rope? I was like, no. She says, well, here, let me tie you up for a little bit. I'm like, um, okay. all right, let's go. I'm game. You know, there was nobody there. There was like one, one person was there. But for the most part, it was just pretty much empty. So it was me, her, and then another assistant. And she tied me with the rope and, you know, and I couldn't move. So I kind of liked it. She goes, well, how do you feel? I'm like, um, well, I'm tied with rope. I mean, you know, my brain wasn't comprehending at the moment. And then she said, well, sit down. So she grabbed the chair and she tied me to the chair. Here we go. And she was a, a beautiful girl. She was kind of sexy. I was like. Well, shoot, mm. this is going to be bad because you're absolutely gorgeous. So, and I guess she kind of was kind of flirt with me with the rope because I saw her smiling a little bit and I kind of smiled back at her too like, oh, okay, I, I see what you're doing. And mm. so we were in all little world. She was tying me up. I was just listening to her and, you know, she was like, well, have you ever tried a toy on you? And I'm like, for real? This is what we're doing in store. <laughs> we all in the store doing this. And, and I was like, no, I haven't. So I was like, you know, I don't think we should be doing this because there's a customer there. And you have the cameras, you know. So she was just like, I know. She goes, but if I didn't have the cameras, I would with you. Because I could tell you get turned on already. And I'm like, whatever. So when she did the rope, Anna, it felt good. Feeling the rope against my skin, it felt pretty good. It felt mm. good. So I like to, I want to do shibari. I want to do wax play. I want to do fire play. Um, it's funny because every time I burn my candles in my house, I'm like, hmm, I wonder. But I was like, you know what? Let me not use that kind of candle. Um, 
<laughs> let's not do that. But I do want to do the candle wax and I do want to do fire play. I saw someone do fire play two days ago and I was just mesmerized by it. I was like, I want to do that. Well, I want to get done on me. I'm not going to do it on you, but I want to get done on me. Um, so, yeah, that's the three that I am interested in. So you want a little bit of fire play done on you. Mm-hmm. And you want to get tied. And I wonder, when you were tied, did you feel any kind of rope space when that was happening? How did it really like, feel for you mentally when it was happening? Mm. Honestly, being constrained in that moment turned me on. Like, I wanted to do more. Well, and shit. I wanted, <laughs> you asked the questions, I'll give you that. <laughs> I wanted her to do more. I wanted her to see. I wanted, I wanted to, I wanted to go as far as she wanted to go, you know? So a part of me was like, please bring the whip out or use a vibrator on me. That's what I wanted her to do. Okay. Um, I think that if she would have done that, I probably would have had an orgasm in the store. Um, so it was just mm-hmm. one of those moments where I think that the right time probably would have happened. But again, you know, she was kind of doing it where the cameras couldn't see me, you know, but she was still out in the open in case somebody needed her. But it was more like a demonstration. And the lady that was looking at her was just like in awe because we were in our own little world together. And the lady was like, what are you doing to her? And she was like, I'm tying her up with rope. And she was like, asking me how does it feel and I'm like well I can feel the rope against my body and I can't move I said but I like it because she's controlling me you know and I felt that that she liked it too because she was like well I can she can sit here she can't move so it kind of made me want to explore more you know and I think I was sitting there for like a good 10 minutes just being tied to a rope. And she was like, well, now don't you move now. I'm like, yes, ma'am. Hmm. Okay. So pretty much you enjoyed the rope and more stuff done to you. Yeah. And you found all that back then. Okay. All right. Uh, I love seeing stories where how the black community have these things in kink the way we don't expect it to happen. It can happen at random. You don't see it coming. I, I, didn't with her. I, I didn't with her. I think that's what turned me on was that it was, when I first saw her, I thought she was absolutely gorgeous. And so I was already turned on by her beauty. And then when she saw me in the, um, we have like a, we have, when you walk in the store, you have two sides. You have the sex toy, the, the shoes, cards, lotion all that stuff on one side and the other side you have like a little bitty bdsm section and then you have like the costume so when i was headed straight to the bdsm section she was saw me looking at the rope and she was like huh you know so yeah okay so see now i know as much you remember now i know from that whole story look what y'all trying to do Probably would have made a mess if she brought the toys. <laughs> she knew. Um, she knew. She knew that that would have happened because when I told her no, she kind of smiled like, "I know you're turned on. I can feel it. You know, and she could see it. And 
she could look in my eyes and tell that I was turned on by it. So it would have been a mess situation. So, yeah. She already knew exactly what she was doing. So look at that. Mm-hmm. You already got a little bit of uh, seen a domain. You dealt with a little bit of rope space. You know, it's all up, starting off there, you know, battling all the proper terms, everything else. Okay. Uh, now, I want to ask, since um, I'm pretty sure that I was kind of curious, how was your BDSM test, and how were your results on that? My recent test, um, it was pretty eye-opening because I kind of took that as this is why I am in real life. Like, this is why I do the things I do. And it makes a lot of sense. So when I took the test recently, I got like Brad, dominant, submissive, a little masochist, tiny bit of sadist, um, a little bit of prior bratty. And it, it makes sense because I am known to be a little bit bratty in my personal life. So the test was spot on for me. And I'm like, so this is why I act this way. Oh, but I was never called these terms. Yeah. So, I don't even I see that. I don't, I don't know why. I'm, of all the ones I've done sessions, for some reason, I've been seeing that brat term called a lot for those that may want to be tied. Oh, and then the machine is kind of way, got to start a few things. I got switch <laughs> also and the switch. But now that one, I can see because yeah, I can see that. Why? Thank you. Um, All the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, um, I kind of use that test as like a guide to my real life. Like, all right, this is why you act this way because you you want attention, and if you don't get this way, then I do get upset a little bit. So. Yeah. And it's funny because, you know, I was called a brat when I was younger, but I didn't think I was going to be called a brat when I was an adult. So I had to Uh-oh. laugh. Uh, I remember that old meme about how some say don't like their hair being pulled when they're younger. Now it's all great. <laughs> hmm, makes sense. I heard them. Yep, see, there we go. They were biting everything else. Okay, look at this. I think everything you found out, would you think you wish you found my BDSM earlier? Or are you okay with finding the way you did just the way you had it? I was 17. Well, I was 17, 17 going to 18 when I found about BDSM. So I learned at a very young age. That's pretty early, yeah. yeah. I'll do it. I had to think about it. I was like, oh my God, I was this age when I was in college because I'm a little bit older now. But I learned at 17. And once I graduated and I moved back home, I really didn't do anything because I was just trying to find a job and whatnot. So I really couldn't get into it. And then I met someone and I tried to do it with this person, but I, looking back on it, I did not, the way she taught me was 
the normal stuff. If we think of BDS, we think of, oh, whips, chains, floggers, and whatnot. Not how it can build your self-esteem, not how it can build your confidence, not how it can make you feel like a better person. So I did not know that aspect of BDSM. I didn't really know about, I knew a little about the headspace, but I didn't know it was called that. I just knew that he went into some other mental realm and I didn't know it was called that. I just thought maybe he was just trying to um, process everything, you know, in his head, but what happened to him. So now I actually like the fact that I'm learning more about BDSM this time around. Because now I'm knowing that there is more to BDSM than what meets the eye. Like there's more to it than the whips and the chains and the nipple clamps and the beatings and spankings. There's, there's, there's more to it than that. So, yeah. See, that's the main thing. I keep telling them. People see a dumb, a dumb man. Oh, you got somebody barefoot up in the bathroom or you're in the basement. So, no. Deeper than that, rope space, subspace, down space, those are real things. And uh, see, I didn't know anything about that when I was 17. You know, I just I just knew what I saw, and you know, she really didn't teach me that part, it was more the physical part. And I think that's what drew me to it was the physical part like, oh, I could do this, oh, I like this. Okay, not realizing what am I doing to the, to the submissive person mentally, physically, and emotionally. See, there we go. Now, had I done that, had I had my session, had I had my first session when I was in college, it probably would have been really bad because I wouldn't have known why this person shut down, why this person was in tears why this person likes pain so much we i wouldn't have known that without having that conversation you know it, it, it's more to 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 bdsm and let, let me whip you okay so <laughs> i'm thankful that i did not have my session at that young age no, i thought true. about it i thought about it but i was like one i'm 17 to I don't feel comfortable right now. Hmm. Okay. So look at that. Hmm. So you learned a whole lot. See, this kind of stuff right here is why podcasting and doing the sessions make it all worth it. Because seeing people see BDS in the more than just, oh, you're just freaky. It's a mental thing. Big time. Very true. Very, very true. Okay. Okay. Glad to hear your fun talk on this. I learned a lot here. <laughs> and I will say I enjoyed having you on the show. Anything oh, else you'd like to say before we get this? Hmm? Anything else you'd like to say before we uh, take on to a close? Um, I want people to know that, that BDSM the real BDSM, it's not Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like, and I'll be the first to admit that back then, that's what I thought it was. But 
now I'm like, it's not what you see in the movies. It's not what you read in the books. I mean, there is some aspect to it, but in the movies, he didn't talk about headspace, you know? Um, so I want people to understand that BDSM is beautiful. BDSM, there's no judgment. You know, we as the Black Amer Black people community, we shouldn't be ashamed of liking BDSM. Like, have fun, be safe, and enjoy it. You only got one life to live, right? So yeah. Keep it all nice and simple. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, I will say thank you. I might have you come back in for the mother stories because you got some stuff going on <laughs> in the story. Well, thank you. <laughs> I had a blast, and, you know, it was fun. I definitely want to come back again. All right. All right. In this case, I will say thank you again. And I'll see y'all next time. And until then, peace. Bye. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, everybody. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you have any kinky stories or confessions that you really want to have me read on this podcast, you can just send it to my email at bdsmnoirlife at gmail.com or you can find it in pretty much my bio on Anchor or my Instagram anyway if you also want to find more bonus stories or ASMR you also can check out my Patreon I'll be constantly be putting more and more content of whatever comes in my life but anyway until next time <laughs>